Welcome to another episode of the Lone Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Clemenson. If you're a recruiter, out on your own, or just lacking general guidance or mentorship, you've come to the right place. Our episodes are designed to give you the motivation, the advice, and the strategies you need to become the very best Lone Recruiter. So join us, grab a cup of coffee, I've actually got one today, and let's take your desk to another level. Now today, I just want to tell you to never, ever, ever give up on your deals. Too often, and you're guilty of this, I'm guilty of this, but we give up on deals and when we shouldn't, okay? And I think I wanted to give you guys a few tips, a few um, examples of where we haven't given up on deals and, and it has resulted in a placement. And we've all seen those. You've, you've, you know, those ones where you pat yourself on the back and go, I bloody earned that placement. That's what we want more of because too often we give up and we're only one more step away from actually turning that into a placement. And that is the message for today. Do not give up on your deal. So, um, I mean, if it, if it were up to us, we all love an easy deal, right? We all love we all have a placement where it just goes so smoothly. You present a candidate um, or you get a brief, it's a good one, you get a candidate within two seconds, you present them or you already know who that person is. You know those ones where you've done a few hours worth of work max from end to end and then all of a sudden you've got your big fat, um, your big fat fee. Great. I mean, and that's what most people think recruiters do. That is the anomaly. We know how hard we work to get those placements. We know what work we put in to get them. So why on earth would we give up on our placements at the at the 11th hour um, when when there are things we can always be doing, always be pushing? And, and look, I'm not saying be a pushy recruiter. In fact, I am not a pushy recruiter. But there are things we can do that help push things along or answer questions like why – why do deals not happen? Well, there's not a fit. And you've got to ask yourself, is it not a fit or is it a perceived not fit? Because I've the amount of placements I've made where the client has come out of first interview and said, oh, I don't know if they're, they're for us. And I say, well, what is it that, that's missing? And they say X, Y, Z. And you go back to the candidate and say, this is what they've said. Like, you're missing X, Y, Z. Have we missed the brief here? And they say, God, no. Like, I, that just didn't come up in the interview. How often does stuff just not come up in an interview and you go to the candidate, you say, well, give me that in writing, send me an email, send it back to the client and they go, oh, okay. And you say, look, have a chat around these very specific items and I think you'll find that they're actually a lot better for this role than you think. A lot of recruiters wouldn't do that. They'd just go, oh, I don't want to give the candidate bad feedback. Oh, I'm going to find another candidate. Like just don't give up on your deals. It's easy, as simple as that. That's a simple. That's that's one. That's one example. I've got a few examples here that have come just this week into our office, and I thought, you know what? These are great learnings. Again, if you're a recruiter out on your own or in a very small team, you're probably not hearing a lot of this stuff. And I want you to learn and grow and be better through osmosis, and that's what we're here to do. So, I just gave you an example where, if it's not a fit out of the first interview. The email is always a great one just to fill in those blanks. And it that comes down to getting really deep with your clients and asking them, well, why is this person not a good fit? Uh, you know, if it's because they're an arsehole or they you know, did something in that interview that you go, okay, that, that's a personality thing. I can't change that. We can't change the people, right? But a lot of the time, our clients aren't great at interviewing. We're good at interviewing and that's our job to equip our clients to be better at interviewing. But... If they give you feedback that this person is not quite right for us, we need to understand why. You're probably doing that. But take that why, 
give it to the candidate, make it their problem. Say we can we can patch this over. If you if you think that they're incorrect, oh yeah, they're absolutely incorrect. I've done X, Y, Z. Great. Can you put that in writing for me? I'm going to flick that back. I just think they haven't asked it in, in interview, and and or maybe they asked it in a way they thought was clear, but it actually wasn't clear to you, and you've given a different answer. Cool. We need to bridge the thinking. Okay. So that's that's one example, and that happened this week, and I made a placement out of it. It was phenomenal. We had a client, um, we had a candidate presented. The client said, oh, I don't think they're quite right for X, Y, Z. Got them to write the email. Bob's your uncle, made a placement. It's 25 grand. Not bad for not giving up on a deal. Um, here's another one. <laughs> when a client is not giving you feedback, let's just say you've had an interview um, and you think it's a good fit, and but the client's just not coming back to you. You know, I've had two examples this week. One's resulted in a placement, one's still in place. So I can keep you posted on that one. But they have the first interview. The, the, the candidate debriefs, comes out and says, loved it. That was great. I want it. Um, you know, even one of our placements, you know, we had one in law. And the candidate came out and said, they literally said to me as I left, we're going to get you back in for a second chat. That went great. A week has gone past and still nothing. Now, the recruiter in our office who's running that deal has gone, obviously there's an issue that they haven't told me about. You know, that's where your brain goes, to the negative. Oh, okay, well, if it's been a week since I'm getting any sort of feedback, I can't get them on the phone, can't get them on email. You know, I'd, I'd, I just don't think that they like my candidate. We sat down and said, well, how do you know that? First of all, you haven't actually spoken to them. You're letting your inner monologue take over. Stop it. I said, who can we call in that office to find out? EA, oh yeah, there's an EA there. I didn't even think of that. Let's call the EA. Call the EA within two hours. He had the second meeting booked. They were just busy. They were just busy. We had another deal happen overnight last night over in Perth. Um, the candidate had went on interview with the big engineering house. Um, candidate came out and said, love it, great. A week later, the client has we can't we can't get the client on the phone can't get you know HR on the phone just nothing. The recruiter in our office has gone. I don't know. It just feels flat. It feels dead or whatever. Again, well, who else can we call? He's gone back to line and and tried his desk phone. Got the desk phone, which is old school, but we did it. And then the the line guy said, "Well, line manager said, what do you, yeah, the feedbacks. What do you mean? I thought I thought we we're making him an offer. <laughs> so we went from." I think this one's dead. They haven't come back to us to what? We're expecting an offer. And then within three hours, we had a placement because we had the offer details and we had the candidate close. Boom. Don't give up on your deals and don't let time between getting feedback affect what you perceive may or may not have occurred with that candidate and that client because everyone is so busy at the moment and that's probably what you're feeling and that's probably what they're feeling, but just never give up. And if you can't get your client on the phone, well, who else in that office can, right? You might not be able to, and this is where everyone gets it wrong. People go, oh, why would I talk to his colleague? They, they weren't in the interview. Call the colleague. I'm trying to get such and such. They're not picking up their phone. Do, are they sitting in their office right now? Yes. Can you tap them on the shoulder and say, Brett is on the phone um, from Alra. He needs to speak to you about the account you met last week. That's it. Like, they'll know they're being rude, avoiding you. They'll know that, oh, I'm sorry. They'll get on the phone and 99.9% .9 of people will get on the phone and say, I'm so sorry. I know you've been chasing me. I've just been so busy. I can almost guarantee it.
So if you cannot get your client on the phone to get feedback from an interview and it's a week's gone past, try try their colleague, try someone in that some, someone in their team below, try their manager, try the try the, the the front desk. Maybe the maybe the person at the front desk can tell you if they've actually been in the office or not. Don't give up. Don't give up on your deals, okay? Even if a week's gone past, you haven't got feedback, don't think the worst, don't assume the worst, assume the best. And that's why you're catching them because like you, I think you want this candidate. I know you're not getting back to me, you're busy, but you've got other things. We need to get onto this. Let's go. Don't give up on those. Um, so like I said, two of those happened this week in our office and um, just persistence, 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 and we've made a deal. We're on track for making a second one. Beautiful. Um. <clears throat> Not all markets have this, but if your candidate's being put forward for a position that's a business development element to it, so they've got to drum up clients and work or their job is to build a team or whatever, and if you're in a consultancy environment or an agency environment, that's pretty common. You know, who are your clients, who is your ne- who you networked with, and that sort of thing. Um, if that's the sort of role you're being put forward to, it is actually fantastic to get the candidate to prepare. And they might not have to take it to the meeting, but just say, look, have you got a business development plan? No, I haven't. But your previous roles have been business development. Absolutely. Okay, I would love for you to put down in writing, in dot point form, what is your plan of attack? What's your first 30 days, 60 days, 90 days in terms of business development and generating new business for, the, for, for, for this company? Because this is the nature of the role. This is what's exciting for you. If they're a good BD person, they'll say, yep, absolutely fantastic. What you want to see in that BD plan is is – Two things. One, they're obviously going to try and leverage the company's existing customers and 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 um, and revenue streams. Fine. We want to see have they got their own sole source clients or networks, or have they got any any um, relationships they can bring in to the new business? They're the relate. They're the bits that are going to excite um, an employer, someone who's hiring a business development role. So, getting your candidate to prepare a BD list of this is how I would attack it. This is, this is the client base. This is what it would look like. This is sort of generate fees generated. I can see is very good exercise to do. They don't need to bring it in, but get your candidate to do it. So that's a, that's an above and beyond. Um, and again, you might put them forward for a role. I've had this happen before recently where the client says, look, I don't know if they're the business development person even though I know they're coming from a really strong BD background, I say, okay, that's really interesting. Why do you say that? Oh, I really didn't give us the answer we we're looking for. What were your questions? You know, and, they, and, and when they gave you gave me the questions, they were very vague. And I said, look, you haven't asked very pointed questions. What are your pointed questions now? And he gave them to me, sent them over to the candidate. Candidate answered them. I sent them back to the client. And the client went, hmm, actually, yeah, okay, you're right. Let's get him back in. And we're still currently going through that process at the moment. So again, don't give up. Don't give up. If there's, if there's missing information, go and get it. Go and fill these in those gaps. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Okay. Um, another one I like to do, and again, it's, it's that extra, extra effort, but we all know when we get to the end of a process with a, with a candidate and you've got an offer and you're trying to get them across the line, ideally you've got a clean close. You know, they want to take your job and whatever. But every, every now and then or, you know, maybe half the time or maybe all the time, I don't know what your market is, they're on the fence, right? So when you get a candidate and it's on the fence, they're on the fence and they're not sure if they're going to take your job, if they're going to stay or they're going to take another opportunity, um, you know, 
you know how to attack that call and you know what the pressure points are. If you've interviewed that person well, you know their motivations and hopefully you've got the right role. And if you think in your mind this is the role for you and they're just they're just kind of skirting around it, when you have that call and you know that call, that one that you nail, that call when you get on the phone, you go, hey, I just want to run you through it. I know you've got other options. I know you're considering a counteroffer and I've got my option. Take my take my advice with a grain of salt, but here are the logics of why I think this is something that you would be really silly not to take. And you go through the arguments and you get to the end of the call and you just, they, they go, yeah, look, yeah, really all really good points. Thank you. I, I 100% taking them on board. I'll get back to you tomorrow morning. Da, 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 da. And you hang up and you go, I have done, I nailed that call. You know that feeling? Like I nailed that call. And you just, you feel like a top recruiter or whatever. I wouldn't stop there. And this is where I say I never give up on a deal. Like if I've done that call and I've nailed it and I feel good about it, and even if in that phone call they're like, yeah, nah, look, that you're right, that that's all actually very logical, thank you, thank you, and you get that sense like, yeah, I pulled this across, I would still, and this is that extra level of effort, never giving up on a deal, I would then follow up with an email outlining exactly what I just went through because people forget. People get up the phone and they feel good, then they forget half the things you you talked about. So I think it's actually vital to go, hey, just a quick follow-up email, um, just to cement what we talked about today, bullet point, right? Not too long, just the bullet point, just so they've got that reference point to come back on. There's two reasons why you want to do this. One, they're going to read it and it's going to trigger those great feelings that you had on that phone. But two, if they've got a partner or someone else that's helping them with the decision-making, they'll be able to just forward that email and go, look, here's the logics for this role. And they'll actually be able to read that and, yeah, look, that's absolutely right and they'll absolutely agree. It might be a 1%, you know, push it further your way, but that's 1% that I want on my side. You know what I mean? So, again, don't give up any deals. That's another idea that is a great one. It works a lot of the time. Um, look, the last one I have for you today, and there's so many more. I mean, I could go on forever about not giving up on deals, but – Let's just say you have had a candidate interview multiple times with a client and they're still unsure. It means that there's when they're still unsure, it, it means the client likes parts of them. It means the client's like, there are good parts about this candidate, but where I'm concerned is this. Find out what their concerns are, like we did earlier on with the find out what their reservations might be and, and put it back on the candidate. We're now further down the line. If, if we've done it with the candidate and, and you know, They've gone as much as they can do. Let's do the same with a reference. Let's say, look, we're going to do a reference. We're going to reference around it. But what what's really missing? I want to go deep on those with a reference, and then we'll see what comes out there. Feel free to call that ref- reference, um, you know, afterwards if, if if we think that there's enough here for you to do that for. Um, it's a really powerful one because all of a sudden now it's not you advocating the candidate. It's not the candidate advocating themselves. It's a third party that has no vested interest in this other than doing the right thing for someone that they used to work for. But in the client's eyes, it's actually quite, it's like a third party um, um, viewpoint that really it doesn't benefit them whether they get the job or not. So it, it, it comes with a bit more weight. And if it's a very pointed discussion, we're not worried about anything else. But there's like three key points we want this candidate, you know, we need a bit of clarity on. We focus in on those. We do it through a reference. Don't give up on your deals. There are countless examples I could give you, but I need to keep this short. This one's gone up to 15 minutes. So that's all I have time for you today. As always, um, click uh, five-star reviews, uh, click uh, follow, 
share this thing, um, subscribe. We want to see it grow. We love it. We love it. We love it. Have an amazing day. And as always, may all your deals come true. Don't give up on them. Don't give up on your deals. Oh, 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 oh,